This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'll be spending a day with The Odd Ones Out, AKA James, the absurdly popular, beloved, and legendary YouTube animator to learn what it's like to explode in popularity and run one of, if not the, most popular animation channel on the internet. By the end of this video, we'll learn what James's early face reveal was like. We'll hear him address controversy that he's found himself in. And for the first time ever, we'll hear James talk about his experiences growing up deep in Mormonism and what that was like. Has animating for his 17 million subscribers been a wholly gratifying experience? Or has amassing over 3.6 billion views come with struggles and hardship more cruel than anyone could ever imagine? Hello, James! Oh, hey. How's it going, Anthony? Hello. I thought you were gonna fall from the ceiling or something. I, no, I did that earlier, you missed it. You weren't there oh. for it. Your channel has continued to explode since the last time we talked two years ago. You went uh -huh. from 10 million subscribers to 17 million. How have things changed most in the past two years? Besides getting buff. I got buff, I started working out. Having facial hair. I have facial hair and I, I got a girlfriend. You got a girlfriend! Yeah, I did it guys! James got a girlfriend! <laughs> what else has changed? I'm just streamlining my process a little bit more. I got someone else to like, dish out assignments. It's given me more free time. A lot of new YouTubers are on that like new YouTube grind and they just will work nonstop. I just got to a point where I was like, I need I need to spend time with my girlfriend. You're like, I'm too old for this shit. Exactly. What first got you into the world of YouTube animation? I liked drawing, but I wasn't so much interested in like making it look good. I always, <laughs> as you know, I always wanted to entertain people with my art. When I was like 12 years old, I made these little stick figure comics. That just taught me a lot about structuring a joke and, yeah. and writing and everything. And I would share them with my friends. When I turned 16, I got a drawing tablet and I started a web comic called The Odd Ones Out. I remember watching a lot of YouTube videos as I worked and I just thought, I could do that. My first video was in like a four by three ratio. There's like these black bars on the side yeah. of it. I sound terrible. As I'm laying on my bed unconscious, my dad says, kidney failure. How old were you? I was 18 years old and like, that's old enough to be competent to make a, a decent video. My first video was when I, that, that I uploaded to YouTube was when I was 18 and it was also four by three <laughs> and it also sounded terrible. That was back when four by three was the standard. Oh, sure it was the standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was 2005. Man, I was like nine years old in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first start getting traction on YouTube? I had like an audience with comics actually. And like every so often these comics would like go viral and then I would yes. get a bunch of followers and then I would make more and then another comic would go viral. So then when I started YouTube, I like already like jumped the gun. I had like 5,000 subscribers right off the bat. And then I posted a video about ASMR. It was one of my first videos that blew up and then it was going to like the hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Damn. And I was like, <laughs> and I like called up my mom and I was like, mom, guess how much money I made today. And you told her? It was like $900. No, that's fucking great. So my parents are always supportive of me doing art, but they were like, get a real job first, yeah. do art on the side, and if your art kicks off and you're able to support yourself, then great, do that. And I said, okay. And so I was going to school to be a math teacher. You were about to be a math teacher? I know, my life would have been so different. Seven times eight. Uh, 42. What, what, was that the real answer? 56? 56, then that's that. Did you, did you say 42? No, I didn't say 42. That was, <laughs> I'm rusty, okay? <laughs> and now you are the most popular animator? 
Am I? I type in top YouTube animators, and the first thing that comes up is the odd ones out. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It's such a random picture for Google to take. <laughs> Actually, on my Wikipedia page, Dude, it's us. I was gonna mention that. <laughs> yeah. Why Why is there a weird photo of us just, on your Wikipedia page that looks like it was definitely not taken with our permission? No. <laughs> Can we like use this as a, yeah. face? like this facial hey, hair is new. I, I, got an, I got a new one for Wikipedia. Okay, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> Have you ever talked about your religious beliefs growing up? Two things I don't really like talking about or religion and politics. But, you know, people have found my mom, who is Mormon, mm. so they're like, he's Mormon. And, uh, you know, I haven't, you know, said anything publicly about You've it. You've never talked about being Mormon? Nope. I actually lied in a video. And I said that uh, I made these thick figure comics. I made them in school, yeah. and I passed them off to my friends. What actually happened is I made them in church. So being Mormon, indirectly contributed to kind your of. career slash where you are now when you wouldn't be here unless I mean, you're Mormon. I mean, I was so bored at church that I would just make these little stick figures. It wasn't comics. the most entertaining thing in the world? No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that you were doing that at school in your video rather than just saying I was at church? I was like that much of I don't want to talk about religion. You're more comfortable talking about religion now? On your channel, yeah. Oh, not on your channel, it's on my channel. <laughs> Can you tell me about what your lifestyle was like when you were growing up Mormon? You know, church for three hours on Sunday, in high school, you had to do seminary. We would like learn about either the New Testament, Old Testament, the Book of Mormon, or their Doctrine and Covenant. No drinking or alcohol. They no caffeine. No caffeine. It's like they got to do stuff to invite the spirit. No swearing. Even though you're not Mormon anymore, do you still feel weird saying curse words? I've done cuss words that I've bleeped out in videos before. What the f And here's this, I actually said them in the sound booth. You actually said them? I actually them. said them in the sound booth. I try not to say them in public, and I try not to say them where like, if I don't know the people, because yeah. I don't know if they're cool with it, but like with a group of friends, then I don't give a crap. So. <laughs> Did you ever feel brainwashed? If my parents brainwashed me, then any parent that pushes their, or teaches their kids the same political beliefs as them is brainwashing their kids. It was just how I was raised. So it was just what I expected. Mormons have like a very strong community and very strong sense of family. So, um, you know, I didn't have a bad childhood or anything. My parents loved me. Um, and it was just this strong community of like, this is just what we did. And then I just had to grow up and figure out what I believed. Did you ever feel like you needed to deconvert from Mormonism or was it more of just like you grew away from it? Looking back on my childhood, it, I think it totally makes sense that I left the church yeah. because ever since I was 12 years old, I wasn't paying attention. I was drawing comic. I also just hated going to church. When church was over, I would I would be the one that would round up my family and I'd be like, let's go, let's go, I wanna go home. On the car ride back, I'd be like unbuttoning my shirt. My pants were around my ankles <laughs> like as I'm walking into the front door. Even when I would have identified myself as a Mormon, I wouldn't wanna go on a mission because I just knew I was like, that's something that does not sound good. Just knowing that you might have to go to a different country that, for multiple years. Yeah. Then having to go to strangers and try and ask them to convert to your religion. And I didn't even feel comfortable like asking my my friends, you know? It's like part of the job description to yeah. convert people mm -hmm. and put yourself in like uncomfortable situations trying to say like, hey, that way that you believe, not mm, no. right. I'm 18 years old, I know how the world works, <laughs> you know? So it was the internet that like just opened me up to different points of view. So the internet is run by friends. So I, you know, was on the internet 
And then I was like, you know what? Gay people should be allowed to get married. And then I was like, you know what? Women should have the right to choose what they do with their bodies and stuff. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I laugh because it's, it's like, it sounds like a, I, maybe I live in a bubble, but it seems like a common way of thinking. Yet you were, you grew up in an environment where those things were not common. Yeah, even seeing other points of view and seeing like, their perspective and I was like, yeah, that sounds reasonable and stuff. Yeah. And then it just got to a point where I was like, what I believe and what the church teaches are totally separate. Have you dealt with anyone from your past, uh, you know, being disappointed what you in what you do now or, you know, the types of un-Mormon <laughs> things that you do? Uh, yes, my mom did. There's a song I made called Life is Fun. And there's a line in the song called, you're not special and one day you'll bury your mother. And I was like, you know what? My mom does not need to hear the song. My mom. <laughs> Even though you know she's gonna see it. Yeah, and I was like, I'll post it and then ask for forgiveness. No. And, uh, and lo and behold, I post the video. I get a call. My mom goes like, You swore in a video. And I was like, what? You said, oh God. And I was like, oh, that's the part you're upset about? Oh, <laughs> she, well, she didn't care about the fact that you were gonna have to yeah, bury her. No, and she goes, what are you going to do when you have to stand before God and tell him that you swore in a video? And then I said, I've done a lot worse things. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, what are you gonna do when you have to stand before God and tell him that you've sworn in a video? I'm gonna be like, God, um, fuck, uh, I'm sorry, fuck, no, oh, no, God, no, I'm sorry, God damn, no, I'm sorry, God. And then no! he just put, then the trap door opens and woo. There was a point in time when you were an animator seeing lots of success and you had never shown your face. You were completely yeah. faceless. Was that a choice to remain anonymous? Yeah, there was just a, a, a moment where like my face had not been known. Like uh, kind of by accident, not because of choice? Yeah, it was just because I was like, you know, I wanted to show my cartoon self and yeah. stuff. But then people were like, starting to look for it, you know? Oh, they were like going on like- starting to dig. Yeah, starting to dogs. dig. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Cause like my mom has a blog and she would like post off to the public, to the world, like pictures of me. People were being weird about it. And so I was just like, here I am. Even my, my official face reveal, I used it as a joke. I, I said like, okay, I'll do a face reveal later. If we're going to do this, it has to be its own video with a lot of buildup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best face reveal of all time. In the same video, you also did a, uh, a shirt. Fle fleshy belly reveal. Did I ever tell you about my in missing sternum? You have a missing sternum? It's completely gone? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Well, you got a missing <laughs> sternum! Your face is out there. Uh -huh. You have 17.2 million yes. subscribers. You've been viewed over 3.6 billion times. You must get recognized out in public a lot. Yes. What's that experience like? Um, at first, it would like make my day. Someone out there on the internet yeah. recognized me, watches my videos, and I'm still thankful that people do it. And maybe I'm just getting older and less excited about the world, but and now I'm like, I'm sort of expecting it. I have this line that I just, I can't not do it. You know, someone goes, are you James? And I just, it's just a guttural noise that I make. I just go, who? <laughs> <laughs> And That's you know, what you always do. <laughs> My girlfriend knows that when I make that sound, that she's, like, she's, like, I'm she's like, she leaves. She's just like, she just goes, who? When an Uber driver asks you what you do for a living, what do you say? I tell them I'm a storyboarder at Nickelodeon. Don't they ask more questions? No, then I tell them that oh, I'm only I'm working on NDA projects. <laughs> I can't talk about it. I've had Uber drivers where I told them what I've done and they're like, oh, let me look you up. And then they're like, all right, well, here's your house. And I go, <laughs> Hmm, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like a good idea. What's been your most bizarre fan experience? 
I've only had one person show up to my house. I like walk floof in, in my neighborhood and I've had kids like on their bikes go, James, and I'm like, how did you find, they're like, we saw you walking floof. But like that, I'm like, okay, that's, that's normal, that's fine. But then this, this mom and her kid show up and I was like, oh, do you live around here? And they go, no. And I was like, huh? And they're like, yeah, we recognized you from the, the blue car in your garage. And I was like, oh. I said, I, like, I don't feel comfortable with you like doing it. And they were like, oh, we're, we're so sorry and uh, stuff. I've also dealt with people mm -hmm. who have uh, you know, driven across the country to like say hi. And then I'm like, oh, I don't think this is appropriate yeah. where I live. And then I've had people be like, but we drove so far. It's like, I'm not enabling this, you know? It's so, so hard. You want to do it for them because you want to yeah. show that you appreciate uh -huh. it, but. I always thought that like, if this ever happened, I'm just going to tell them off. But then like <laughs> yeah. in the moment, you're like, yeah. ah, you see the this tears little girl. In their eyes. Yeah. Moral of the story, don't show up to people's house unsolicited. Anyone's house, regardless of their internet fame. Just anyone. That includes you, missionaries. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that was a bit much. Uh, yeah, anyway, if you want to financially support this series, I would really appreciate you pre-ordering one of these figures by clicking the link down in the description below. And while you're here, I'd also like to thank BetterHelp for their continued partnership. Therapy has been extremely helpful in shaping who I am today by allowing me to have empathy for my younger self and therefore understand my current self better. But therapy can be customized to whatever is right for you and can be really useful in providing tools to help with motivation or feelings of depression, anxiety, stress, insecurity, or whatever else you might need. BetterHelp has been continuing to improve throughout the years and screens all therapists to ensure that they have experience and that they're certified and licensed and provide customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your licensed therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera or even speak over the phone if that's not something that you're comfortable with. As many of you know, therapy can be expensive and the price of finding a therapist that you like and actually connect with can get overwhelming which is why BetterHelp offers a more affordable alternative to in-person therapy, where you can start communicating with your therapist in less than 48 hours. So thanks again to BetterHelp who are giving I Spent a Day with viewers and listeners 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Padilla. That's betterhelp.com slash Padilla. Now back to the world of The Odd Ones Out. People have incessantly shipped you with Jaden Animation. They want you to date, they want you to be married, they want you to have kids together, well, they want you, you to grow old and die together. Well now you know why I'm like hesitant about putting a relationship on the internet, Anthony. Yeah. It's because the people will make a relationship that isn't there. I knew that once I made a video saying that I have a girlfriend and that it's not Jaden, I knew there was going to be people that are like, what? But I really, and I like, I already knew ahead of time, like, hey, if you shipped real people, then that's not good. And that's not like, so cry about it is yeah. pretty much how I felt. Yeah. Did any of that contribute to you making the video to kind of be like, we need to kind of chill how much I'm being shipped with someone else. I'm in a relationship. For a long time, me and Jaden's philosophy was just to like, let it happen. Don't address yeah. it. If you address it, then it, the people it draws more attention. It draws to more it. attention to it and stuff. I don't think there was ever like, oh, wait, this is going too far. You know, there was. Yeah. It was just like, hey, I'm gonna make a video about a relationship. So, so obviously you have to. I have to address. I can't not. I feel like everyone has done something that offends someone. And anyone who's in the public eye, they're held to higher standards and okay, to more yeah. criticism. Are you down to talk about your experience making a joke uh -huh. and you didn't fully understand the yes. history and context of the joke that you were making? <laughs> yes, because I think this will be a good way to teach people. We can turn this horrible experience into a learning a moment. Learning lesson. Because honestly, it was a learning moment for me because, yeah. you know, I, I learned uh, an important thing about tone indicators. People would be, they would write out a comment and then they would put slash S at the end of the comment to show that they are being sarcastic. And I thought it was like, this is a little strange that people are, are pointing out when they're being sarcastic. It's like, do people not know when a joke is happening and stuff? And so I did a tweet that said, I think slash S is an a important and useful tool slash s by using it that way then you were fun of it. then you were saying that yes. it wasn't helpful now that this is something that i didn't know it's used for neurodivergent people who have a hard time understanding the tone through text and i just thought it was people being like oh by the way i'm joking and i realized oh i didn't i didn't know that a lot of people sent messages to my my, my business email and i saw one person saying you ableist effort F slur, you know? F slur, ableist F slur. F -slur. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. That instance made me go, you know, I also don't need to tweet everything. And in that case, your intention was 
to not hurt anyone, to make yeah. a joke that you didn't you didn't understand. Exactly. You know, you were ignorant about it's it. True, it's yeah. okay to be ignorant. Everyone yeah. is ignorant and about I, something. I had other people reach out to me going like, oh, I had no idea that it was that's what it was for. And I was yeah. like, me neither. In retrospect, you can almost look back and say that you in doing that and offending some people, you- <laughs> I've taught You more. taught many people what I, it means. That's why I'm saying like, that's why I'm open to talk about it with my friend Anthony. And I will be honest that uh -huh. I didn't know what tone indicators were when you made that tweet. I actually only found out about it when you apologize. In You're many right. ways, apologizing for something brings more attention to uh -huh. it. Sometimes it's negative because yeah. people will say, oh, this person's apologizing for he something. Did something that, wrong. that means that they did something wrong. That means I should hate him. But then also, I learned through you learning. And anytime I bring that story up to people, any, they're always like understanding. The consensus of Twitter is not the consensus of the real world. So I feel like we must confront okay. the most controversial topic that we have today. Oh, uh, what's that? Are you actually a furry? At this point, it's just easier if I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it complicated? Oh, it's, okay, like. <laughs> Let me tell you the story about how I got in possession of a $2,000 furry head. I did this series where like I read fables and I like made a bunch of furry jokes in that video. So then I kind of got like associated with it. Uh. And I was like, haha, that's funny. For VidCon in like mm -hmm. 2017, mm -hmm. I was like, I want to bring a disguise. And I had this like furry thing in one of the Fables videos and he, his name was Furby. And I was like, that's gonna be my disguise for VidCon. Cause no one will know that it's no you. No one will know. So VidCon was like very big on security and they're like, no, you can't wear a disguise and go out into the public. Are you stupid? And so now I just had this furry head. That you never even wore. Yeah, not for VidCon, but then it's like, of course I'm gonna use that in videos and I'm gonna like make, post on Instagram a picture of my TV with the reflection of the furry head and stuff. <laughs> and then I start dating one and then she wants to go to a furry convention. <laughs> And it's like, I have a fursuit. <laughs> have you been to a furry convention? Yeah, I went to a furry convention. Did you wear the fursuit? Of course, I have it. Did it's... anyone recognize you? Yes. <laughs> Are you going to admit it in front of the whole world today? No, I mean, I don't want, that's too much. <laughs> I don't want to go, I'm James and I'm a furry. Don't clip that. <laughs> you might have the most variety of merch out of anyone I have ever Scene yeah. that makes merch on the internet. Thank you. Multiple books, board games, headphones, a bento box, pillows, plush dolls, a life-size James I doll. Yeah, yeah. Size. Oh my god. Yeah. So, what are, <laughs> this what are, is outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it at me. <sighs> oh, they got weights. Oh, they're meaty. My socks. Oh my, wait, you have a whole, you could open up a store. Dude, you should see my booth at VidCon because it pops off, dude. <laughs> this is, by the way, Anthony told me to bring all this. This no, isn't like I had no, to come on no, and talk I did about not my... say it. He just has it with him at all times. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would say that James has a couple pieces of merch. Yeah, buy some. Do you hope to be a YouTube animator until the day you die? No. You're no. not gonna stay here forever? I don't think anyone deserves to be on this platform for more than 15 years. Wait, how long have you been on here? Precisely 16. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to stay in the, like, the industry of making stuff. And I feel like I have that brain that if I'm not making something, then I'm like, what am I doing? So do you have any big projects or anything in the works right now that you can talk about? No. Nothing not that, that can, you can talk not about. Not that I can talk about. Is there I, anything that you could hint about? I will say there's some stuff 
in the works. <laughs> it's not just YouTube videos as well, I'll say. Okay, so Anthony, here's a, here's a little sneak peek of I'm getting, what I'm working I'm on. I'm getting a preview. Have you seen this? Oh, this is so good! <laughs> I, I wish I could say what I'm even seeing right now. And once it gets announced, then we'll see what happens. I, I put an Easter egg to that project in a video from 2018. So there is a video that exists uh -huh. right now that yeah. people could see at this very moment. Uh -huh. And if they find it, mm -hmm. it would hint at what this is. Yes. How clear is that hint? Will people know, it, know no. what it is when they see it? I, I, I feel like once it becomes public, then people are gonna be like, that's the Easter egg. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into that camera. Okay. Go. Ah, uh, hi everyone, my name is, uh, check out the, all the amazing artists that work on my videos. The, the links are in my video, the links are in, the, in the, my video description. You should subscribe to Anthony Padilla's YouTube channel. You said my last name right, thank you so oh, much. Oh, dang? You said it right. Well, it's not Padilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. I spent a day with the odd ones out, AKA James. And I feel like I understand how a conscious choice to open yourself up to criticism should be made before revealing any private information on the internet and how important it is to meet people with empathy and encourage growth after they make a mistake. Not to mention James's incredible ability to relate with and bring joy and laughter to millions of people. Well, just being like on a video together with someone Whoa! Holy crap! <laughs> I got. Good thing you washed your mouth, He's man. Dead, dude. I almost got you on camera. I thought you the were S -word. vegan. Uh, that fucker's <laughs> dead. What?